It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We are once again at the Calgary International Film Festival 2021. Uh, we're going to run down a whole lot of movies. I'm here with the usual suspects. We got uh, Jim to my right. Hey, Jim. hey, hey. We got Murray to my left. Hey, Yo. Uh, yeah, so uh, with that all said, oh, yeah, I'm Bryce. Yeah, that's true. You are. Is that who you are? <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Apparently. It's early. It's Sunday morning. And uh, let's rage on. Okie doke. Yeah, you can tell that. Um, we're all super prepared for this. It's been a, a very, 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 very long week of seeing films, which is... It's good. It's been a really, really, really good festival. And um, so, yeah, I'm super pumped about this. I wish we could do this every day of the week, but I don't think we'd be able to last because watching this many movies can actually be... <laughs> Very tiresome if you're just like grinding it out. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Especially, so, especially for those of you that are working as well while you're doing it. Yes, like we have been, right, Mer? Mer yeah, Mer, Mer can barely keep his little cute little eyeballs open. It's kind of it's kind of cute. So, um, I guess thanks everyone for supporting us and listening to us. Um, we had the great pleasure this week of interviewing Rob Jabaz from the sadness which was near the beginning of the festival so rob big shout out to you thanks for uh spending some time with us thanks to uh all the people at sif sifcalgary.ca for um you know allowing us to be part of the festival again this year and um we got so much content for you today so uh just be prepared to take some notes there's these films are not out yet except for a couple hamer hey, like um uh, Titan came out. Yeah, Titan is out. Titan, whatever. If uh, if you're in Calgary, where we are broadcasting from, I believe you can see it at Eau Claire. So go check that out. That's been one of our top picks. And then on our on our our um, episode this Wednesday, we're going to just break down what our top five are. So yep, be ready for that. But let's get to the juice. So we're just. I think we just did one shorts package. Did you do a shorts package by yourself, Bryce? Not that I recall. Did you, Mer? Did you any, do any other shorts? No. So we, we're just going to jam through this real quick. Um, the, sh the shorts package was called Rainbow Country, and it was an animated one. So uh, I kept all the notes on it, so I'm just going to blast through <laughs> these because I don't know if Bryce will remember I'm all not, his I reviews. I won't even remember. Yeah. Okay, so The Fire, next time, we both gave it a man. It was a racial... Uh, charge was ignited in mm. this film. Uh, our bed is green. We both thought that was meh. Uh, Chromo Somo X. Again, we both thought it was meh. It was a claymate with claymation sexism. Uh, Step into the river was a double mondo. And um, I, my note on here was jizz babies. <laughs> oh yeah, that was mondo. <laughs> it was a. It had jizz babies, which is always good. Uh, Homebird, which was Big City Farm Girl, and it was a double math. Uh, boobs. I, I I know Bryce knows what he rated this. It was Mondo. It was Mondo, not only for the name, but also because of the the short. It was amazing. Bad Seeds. Um, Bryce gave that one a Mondo, and I gave it a math. Uh, Aunt Binding Disillusion. It's like in 
another language. Uh, I think in English it's disillusion, and it must have been a German with ont binding, maybe. Uh, it was both um, two mondos, head with bum. Is my comments on that? Head with bum. <laughs> How could that not be mine? I know, right? It was. Uh, this was the only one that neither one of us liked that much, which was Blush. Yeah. Computer Planet film, and it was a double rage because it was too much CGI or um, animated. Uh, what's it called? See, computer generated yeah. computer stuff. Yeah, computer Ang- animation. Angry Dogs, which was incredibly funny. Yeah. Is two mondos and Easter eggs, just like you'd expect. It's meh with a name like Easter eggs. All right, I know Mur saw this. I think Bryce saw this. The Aha, the movie. I did, yeah. Well, Mur, why don't you tell us what you thought of it? <clears throat> okay, then. I know you're a pretty big 80s fan. Well, as people may not know about me, I am half Norwegian, so I gravitate towards things Scandinavian, and I'm also a huge fan of the band, although I didn't know a lot of their music. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, give you kind of in-depth and despite what most radio stations and people think, they're not a one-hit wonder. Yes, it's the one song is that one knows, but they've been together since the like early 80s. That doesn't mean you're not a one-hit wonder. And they've produced actually quite a lot of hits, just nothing as big as their first one. Well, actually, the, the what, other side of that is there is a hit then. Well, okay, so in North America, they were not a hit, but internationally, oh. they're they're still been huge. I was aware of Hunting High and Low, the album. I was, and that was it. I did not even realize they released anything. Well, they else. had two big hits. I don't know if it was the same album. Obviously, Take on Me and Sun Always Shines on TV, which was also a yeah, top forty. Did, hit. Didn't remember it until they played it again, and I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, I can't yeah. remember that. It they was, also contributed the, by the, the way, song to a Bond movie. You yes, make, you make it to number thirty-seven. That doesn't make it make it a hit. It means well. How many million did they sell? Oh, I don't know. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. So did Chumbawamba. Yeah, but no, they're, they, they're, as in they their albums, continue to sell. Continued albums. Yeah, they continue to sell. Song. It, it's They just were not huge in North America. Exactly. That doesn't make them a one-hit wonder. Yeah, it does. No, it, no, doesn't. it doesn't. One-hit wonder means you make one song and the whole world that's knows it. you only for that. Well, that's all. In Europe... In that's Asia, in your well, you're. Anyways, I'm sorry. It doesn't, it doesn't not, matter. You're not. I don't know why we're having this conversation. <laughs> the movie was meh, and for Murray, it of was. Of course, it was a mondo. Okay, good. Well, let me tell you a little bit what I thought about this thing. Oh God, this is going to be long if we're going to go gonna on be for hour. ten minutes yep. every. T- yep. Actually, we're going to talk about this for an hour now, just because Bryce is making a bitchiness. Of Let's himself. just get exactly. on with it. It was uh, a music doc that was just okay. That was two hours long, and it didn't need to be. Let's just move on. It was on. too hours. Um, oh, Let's move on, unlike the movie, which just never moved on. It was a math for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really love AHA. Like, I am a huge fan of AHA. I've followed their career from day one. I, I was expecting this to have a little bit more insight into them. That's why I didn't love it as much. Unfortunately, I love the band AHA, but this movie was only a math for me. Cool. Mothering Sunday. Did anybody else see this one, Murray? Yeah, I went nope. to see it, and unfortunately, it had like a three-day window, and mm-hmm. I missed it. So. Ah, well, 
Uh, was it worth it? It's a period piece, is it not? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> yes, it was a period piece. So uh, the first comment I have is snore. A period piece that is also a love story. Nothing about this spoke to me. I am 20 minutes in and I'm balancing the idea of sleeping instead of watching this film. As the Brits would say, this was not my cup of tea. All right. So I am definitely going to check it out. Yeah. You will love it. It was a rage for me. <laughs> if it was a musical, it would have been a trifecta for Yeah. Good, a period piece musical love story. Yeah dare me to see something find that and it's a go all right the boathouse you just saw the boathouse i did see it yeah all right what'd you think yeah i don't know it just didn't really go anywhere for me i i didn't really like the leading actress very much okay keep talking let's hear it that was it it was so long ago i forget no need was it a was it a rage no it wasn't a rage i just didn't didn't really like it that much that would make it a mess all right well uh, island cottage full of crazy with did a you, dash of suspense. Did you not see the boathouse? Yeah, I did. That's what I'm telling you about it. Oh, that's why. I thought that the next movie was called Island Cottage. No, <laughs> it's not. It's still the boathouse. Oh, we're still talking about the boathouse? <laughs> yes, because I have an opinion. <laughs> you know, everything isn't about just your opinion, mother. Mother. <laughs> I didn't see it, so why are we even uh, talking? Exactly. About it? Well, because oh, me and Murray did. If Bryce didn't see it. Doesn't then count. it doesn't exist. If a, if Bryce didn't see the movie, it doesn't All exist. Right, get on with it. Okay, so island an island cottage full of crazy with a dash of suspense and serial killing, at the helm of this boat, had some good tension building and some interesting twists, but it was a little bit too predictable. I enjoyed the acting and story, but there seemed to be. A little too much crazy all in one household, including a budding serial killer for a son that no one seemed to care much about. Yeah, he was a dickhead. Yeah, it was kind of like he, he, like, it's just like they would touch on certain things, but then never expand on the idea. Oh, he killed a rabbit. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, it was a meh. Double meh. All right, official competition. Ooh, uh, Mur, did you get to see this one? No, I did not. All right, well, let's. Bryce has been itching to talk, so why don't you say something about official competition? I liked it. Uh huh. Keep going. I'm listening. I thought Antonio Banderas was terrific. Yes, he was. Antonio Banderas. Yes. Penelope Cruz was also terrific. She was more than terrific, and she had big hair. She had really big hair. I liked it a lot. It was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is. It was Mondo. So, okay. This film is witty in such an overtly subtle way. The humor constantly slaps you in the face, pitting these seasoned veteran actors of Spanish film together in a competition of acting. You say, what? Their characters so overtly defined and quirky but still constantly making fun of themselves. I laughed through this entire film. It was, it was every single moment in it was so well written and, and so intimately um, digging at one another. It was really like two brothers that were <laughs> competing for the, the best girl. It was so good. It was a mondo for me too. Yeah, I think I summed it up better. Yeah, no. You're with I liked it. I liked yeah, it. That was very a well lot. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. 
So you, you liked it a lot. It was a Mondo, yeah, right? Is that what you're yeah. Smith. It was, it was super good. We're like going it. from one Mondo to another Mondo. Are we? In Luzu. Luzu. Uh, did you want to talk about Luzu? I don't even remember it. What Luzu it? is about is the um, molten word for boat. Oh, that was excellent. Yes. So a multi <laughs> drama full of dread and hardship for so a fisherman and his young family. What super, happens when you watch 50 movies a Super, week, super hot fisherman, I might add. Whatever. He was just a guy. He, it's like doll's eyes. That's You look into his eyes and it was just like, man, I want to melt into that molten sea of his eyes. So gorgeous. He he was having, they're having movie financial was, problems. Movie was gorgeous. And they're having money problems. And the whole time I'm going like, why doesn't he just become an underwear model? He's freaking gorgeous. This film is a great journey of one man from a fisherman with integrity to someone willing to do whatever it takes to support his family and tells a story of both joy and sadness. This Maltese fishing story about a boat caught my heart in its net. <laughs> a mondo size net, yeah, I might no, add. It was, it was it was a mondo. The lead actor was very good. I don't know that he was as dreamy as Jimin's making. He's him out gorgeous. To me. Ladies and, and gentlemen, please go check out him. He's gorgeous. But yeah, no, it's a, it's and it's a story where, you know, if the, you see this guy and you just see how he starts going down this slippery slope and it's like what is he gonna, what is he gonna do next? It's like uh, yeah. he starts out just you know, all of a sudden breaking the rules a little bit. And it's like, like, where is this going to end? Yeah. And but, it uh, kind of didn't end. Like, we end. don't know where it's going to end. Right. The funniest thing I thought about it, to your point about about his integrity changing, yeah. was the very near the very first scene, you know, he's he's kind of talking about the fact that, you know, he can't do that because yeah. the, the he doesn't want to go work for these giant fishing organizations that destroy the bottom of the seabed. And and you think to yourself, wow, this guy's got a lot of integrity. Thank but, God he's a fisherman, yeah. you know, doing things ethical. <laughs> and then you know, a guy's got to eat, I guess. Yeah, guys, got to feed his baby to formula, it. I guess. Uh, so, yeah, the formula that was like a big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he kept coming back, and he he eventually bought some, but it wasn't good enough for no, his. Oh, he bought the cheap stuff. You can't buy the cheap stuff. Can't buy the cheap stuff, especially if your mother-in-law is a total bitch. Yeah, she was terrible. She's an awful person. Did not like her. No. But the movie was Mondo. It was Super Mondo. Right. Dear future children. Yeah, I can tell you don't remember this oh, either. Oh, yeah, no, I remember This it. doc made me on. super mad at all the situations that are happening in Chile, mm. Hong Kong, yes. and Uganda. Uganda. And I'm sure that was what their intent was, was to make us angry. True. I liked hearing the stories. And it frustrates me that evil that prevails in these societies. The doc overall, though, I found it had way too much content yep. and was a little unfocused. Um, so for that reason, because of the level of unfocus, it's a man. I couldn't figure out what story they were trying to tell. Like, I think ultimately they were trying to tell that protesters are good big government is bad because each one of the situations in each one of those countries were different reasons yeah they're totally different and you know like yeah I, I agree that they should have this should have been three documentaries basically there's enough content in each of those stories that they could have made a doc about it um bouncing back and forth the way it did didn't work for me um but you know at the end of the day it was meh but uh, a lot of important stuff in it i, I enjoyed a lot of the content 
I learned a few things. Um, but at the end of the day, it was just spread too thin. Well, and I think, you know, um, South American countries in particular, I think don't get enough attention because Venezuela just eats up so much of everything. Right. So, I mean, did, did you even know that something this bad was happening in Chile right now? I was, I was aware of, of, of the corruption. Yes. Yeah. But did, were you aware that they were killing their people on the streets? I, I was aware. Of okay. That. See, I didn't, I, I maybe I, at some point I did, but then it was just like, okay, then it's just, there's honestly, there's a lot going on in South America. It's tough to keep up with all the, even keep the track, you know, I sound like an idiot here, but keep track of which countries and what's going on with, with all of them. But a lot of similar stuff, unfortunately, is yeah. going on in a lot of them. Yeah, well, and and that happens even in Africa too, right? Like, so, oh, yeah. so yeah. E- even in Africa, it's one of those situations that if your government um, is having issues, it's um, it's going to end up being bad for the people that are living there. So, it's worth the content to see it. But I think, um, yeah, I wish, kind of wished it was done a little differently or better, maybe. Um, fighter. Ooh, fighter. Yeah, like most. Down on your luck, female-led boxer films. It's okay. Uh, not my favorite genre or subgenre. You know, sports movies. But this was Korean and had a lady defe- deflecting, defecting. Sorry, from North Korea. So it had a few more layers. Plus, the actress uh, Sung Mi Lim does a great job she of does. fighting her way through the role, just like the character does in life. There you go. But for me, it was a meh. Yeah, I was, I was really looking forward to it. I was hoping it would be a little better than it was. Um, she was very good. Um, story was good. It was interesting to see how you know that uh, someone that's defecting from North Korea into to South Korea, they kind of um, how they're treated and whatnot. Mm. So that you know, it was actually a little bit of a learning experience. I learned a little. I was you know entertained, but it wasn't wasn't fantastic it was meh yeah but it was worth checking out I okay i thought you were gonna i i was surprised i thought you were madly in love with this boxer film no i'm looking at Korea. my notes here in my whole review let's see fighter meh okay <laughs> he's he's full of his wordsmith isms today i yeah, love it comes prepared yeah he's <laughs> well <laughs> i guess he watches so many he has no time for breaks between each that's one what happens when you watch 50 movies a week yeah it's true it's uh his brain is now mush people uh stanleyville yeah canadian one that was not i don't i don't know it was filmed in britain and in canada and no, germany it was, it was i think it was germany and canada no not britain but all the actors were some of the actors were british yeah. so i don't know how that worked out uh so first off julian richings no, as humunculus it was, it was like hamilton right hamilton and yes of all places hamilton ontario yeah and you know, that's where i think of when i think of film in canada anyways go on <laughs> Yes, it's, a, it's the film-making hub of Canada. Oh, Canada, the steelworker town. Yep. Um, Julian Riching, Richings as Humunculus is brilliant in this film, as always. Uh, this film was fun and funny. Uh, a game of death with wacky characters and crazy nonsensical contests where sometimes you just have to say you won. And then you get to win, <laughs> which was which made it actually kind of funnier. Yeah. Uh, I won. I had five. I believe you. You win. <laughs> <laughs> and had a great ending and beginning. The acting was all very good, uh, but the the production values were a bit weak. I enjoyed this quite a lot, but um, just not 
not enough to get it to Mondo. It was a high meh for me. It was it was quirky and wacky, and I love competition type movies where they come up with some really weird competitions, like um, make a um, communication device <laughs> from nothing, <laughs> and the person like, won what? because they actually stole somebody else's cell phone and kept wrapped it, it in tin foil. Wrapped it in tin foil. Like there was a lot of good. This was a high math for me because I was really enjoying it. There was a lot of good here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah ditto, man. <laughs> I think it's definitely worth people to check out. I think Murray. It's, I think you would have really liked this one. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, as a and, but it didn't feel Canadian at all, no. probably because of all the British and all the well because there was there was a, a Swedish to person it. to it. There was um, mm-hmm. it had the Canadian sense of humor. I think maybe that's what it is. We we do have a bit of a twisted sense of humor, right? Yeah. No, maybe. Sure. What's next? Where he's going? Well, meh. Last film show. Oh yeah. Cutest little rascal CLF with the love of film transforms the people around him with his infectious spirit and passion. Great, great, great Indian film showing how 35 millimeter film is maybe the past, but the stories and the people who tell them are the future. Only complaint, my only complaint about this movie, and there's only just one. Okay. There wasn't enough Bollywood dancing. But otherwise, this was a fantastic fantastic mondo and who knew you could send a 10 year old off to school by themselves on a on a train i didn't know that was possible but anything's possible in india i guess yes as long as it's not a bollywood film i am loving everything from india um everything i see that's not some stupid musical what are you talking about bollywood music is fantastic (sighs) it's infectious you can't not get up and dance when bollywood music is on I, I, my goal in life is to make it to India just so I can see a Bollywood film in theaters and get to dance with everybody in the in the cinema. I can't wait. There you go. So yeah, so the film was kind of heartbreaking to the at the point where they're taking this be- this beautiful film and turning it into bracelets. Um, yeah, like, that like was well was done. Like, they did that actually. But yeah, but uh, it was a uh, it was such a such a good film, uh, start to finish. I absolutely adored this. It was Mondo, and that little kid, um, he was great. And the projectionist with like everybody was so yeah. good in it. And his mom, his mom and his dad, and, even yeah, everybody. Was like just, the character development was, was so well done. This was one of the best films of the festival yeah I, it will I be, will spoiler spoiler alert it will be in my top five it will also be in my top five well so now we only have to make our top four because everybody you knows go. which one <laughs> yeah, I, I won't do any more spoilers well yeah maybe one that was more. my hint to stop doing spoilers yeah, i might do it anyways <laughs> like I, like i'm gonna start listening to you now yeah yeah, whatever. That ain't happening. Well, then let's talk about Strawberries and Strawberry Ooh, Mansions. Ooh, yeah, Strawberry Mansion. I love that movie. All right. Do you want me to talk about it first? Yes. Okay. It's fun and weird it times afoot in this future comedy sci-fi adventure. Yes. In a world similar to, say, something like Big Fish, only on a lower budget and maybe less interesting and predictable. I liked it because it had some awkwardness to it. I kind of tired of it. And its whole what? process at about four fifths 
through it. No. FYI, I looked at my watch twice. I never looked and at And so watch. for that reason alone, it is a meh it's, and not a mondo. It's mondo. No, the, it wasn't. The colors and the quirkiness and the thises and the thats. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot too. I just did not love it. I only liked it a lot. I loved it a lot. It was well, now mondo. you're changing your story. Because just seconds ago, you liked it a lot. Sometimes like blossoms into love. It's a natural progression, Jim. Okay. Well, as long as you stay friends afterwards, that's all that matters. It is, really. <laughs> so why wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I, I was just expecting it to be weirder. Everybody was kind of going on about, this is the weird one of the festival. And I'm like, it's not that See, weird. I, I never heard anything about it. I just knew I was going to a movie called Strawberry Mansion. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Strawberry Mansion. Murray, did you see this one? It's all bits and pieces. I was one of. Oh, I was one to put it on the. Screen you were the projectionist. I was one to put it on the screen. So was it? Did you get the weird vibes from it? It was way weird. <laughs> really? I, I thought it was. Well, I, I remember one scene. They were on like on a pirate ship, and I'm like, why are they on a pirate ship? And why not? So then there was like people with fish heads, and yeah. it was good. It was okay. I really liked it. I don't think I would have enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not your movie kind of movie, I don't think. I thought it was Mondo. I did love Big Fish, but for other reasons. Yes, of course. His third favorite boyfriend is in it. Yes, uh, that's true. You use. Yeah, okay. There's a movie that I think, Murr, if you saw this, would love it. It's called Drinkwater. Uh, oh, did you uh, see Drinkwater? I, I did see Drinkwater. I tried to see it. didn't get around to it. You didn't get to it. Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. This film is a movie. It is a movie. It's a movie about a film. <laughs> it's a film about a movie. He's not lying. It's a movie. It's a movie that is made for TV. Made for TV. Huh? It's a made for TV movie made for TV. Not for the big screen. Is it? So yeah. It was probably oh, you say fun, that. Probably funded by a company with the intention of putting it on TV. I, I don't know. It just felt like made for TV. Did it? Yeah, did very much so. It, it literally... Oh, yeah. I mean, the stuff that's that we get sort of pre-canned to go straight to TV, this is what it felt like to me. Um, it's all also very predictable and contrived, although Eric McCormick is fun as always. It's a Canadian content movie to the 100% max, which I give it super props for. They didn't try and pretend this was an American film. There was so much Canadian content in it. But it... Um, for the most part, it's an annoying, atypical teenage rom-com coming of age. It, uh, I know I'm being perhaps generous, but the soundtrack was Canadian Mondo and it had BTO in it. So, I mean, come on. But uh, the kid in this who was playing the lead role was annoyingly stupid and annoying. I like them. No. He was awful. Daniel this was a low, Daniel. low, 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 meh, almost a rage. I liked it more than you. Which is actually surprising, but go on. I just be, well, for two reasons, because no matter what the content in it was, I thought that the kid, Daniel Doheny, who played Mike Drinkwater in it, uh, was very good i actually found him kind of amusing no uh and eric mccormick 
uh, was as Hank was spectacular. Yeah, he was. So I said that. Those two characters, even though some of the stuff around it was just sort of a paint by numbers teen romp, really. Yeah. Um, but those two characters made this worth watching. That's it why was, it was a meh. It was a meh, but it wasn't a low, 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 or whatever you. It mean. was because they nah, was, they actually it was meh, he along Eric McCormick. I quite enjoyed a lot of it. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you did. But you and I thought the kid but this, was good. this again I can't believe you didn't speaks like the to the 13 year old girl inside you. Which this, this wasn't a. Uh, it was pretty much bang on. I know not of what you speak. At any rate, I liked it. It's worth checking out. It's probably and one of the better Canadian films of the festival, other than uh, Stanleyville. Stanleyville. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a doc now called The Rescue. Ah, The Rescue. Which I think I liked more than you. Uh, I when, liked it. When you think suspense in documentary films, you think Jimmy Chen and Elizabeth Chai Vassar Haley. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, Elizabeth. I apologize. You know, the directors from Free Solo and Meru. So you can imagine how this was going to be. And sure as hell, I'm like freaking out all the way through this film. It was so stressful. I had to stop watching it probably about three or four times to control myself because the level of tension in this film was amazing. And if you've seen Free Solo in particular, you'll know what I'm talking about, about how these filmmakers bring suspense to a film that you already know the ending to, which which is still kind of like amazing how they do it. The power of cooperation and collaboration um, from the world to save these kids was an amazing event and this film was an amazing mondo i liked it all right you liked it enough for uh uh well i don't i'm confused because I, if you see on my notes i wrote mondo and then i crossed it out and then i put meh and now i'm thinking about it and yeah it was meh it was good i liked it a lot what what movie did you watch? Did you fall asleep in this one too? No, I was actually wide awake. This it was, it this was, was an it amazing was, amazing it was film. Good. I liked it. How would you made this better? Uh, I don't know. You couldn't have because it was perfect. It was like perfectly done. I liked it. You know, as I'm watching this too. Yeah. The visions from Dave not coming back was coming back to me. Oh yeah, well, right. Like definitely it, make the correlation, right? I mean, Dave not coming back being an underwater. But Dave not uh, coming back, I thought was far superior to this. I don't and know. May, I maybe thought, maybe that's why. I, made, I think maybe that's why I think it was. Meh, I think maybe I that's Dave why not coming back. I loved so much, and now we've got another diving movie. So two diving movies in and one I'm, year, and maybe I'm, and you're spent. And I'm comparing the two, and I'm going, well, if this one was Mondo and this one wasn't as good, I guess it's meh. No, but it was still Mondo. They're very both, good. They're both Mondo, it is worth, just so you know. It's worth watching. Hands That Bind, did you get to see this? No. Murray, did you get to see Hands That Bind? I was going to, and then I read the synopsis, and I'm like, nah, I don't think so. I was going to, and then I had to work. No. That's like the story of your life. Okay, did I make the right decision, Jim? Well, I read the synopsis, and I was like, let, let me tell you about Hands That Bind. Taking place right here in Alberta, I might add. Mm -hmm. Douchebag son of an aging farmer and a hired hand who is destined to take over the farm. That's the synopsis of this film. I know. <laughs> this film shows the... Did they kill somebody? Maybe. 
Maybe there's death. Maybe there isn't. I don't want to put a spoiler out. This film shows the tough times found in our glorious province of Alberta during the early 80s. Film is slow and drawn out, focused on relationships. The little un- It was a little uneven for my liking. And other than Bruce Dern, the acting was just okay, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the only reason I was going to watch it. Is Bruce yeah, Dern he's not in there it. enough, but his... That's con- what I figured. After his continued like attempt to kill though. himself yeah. is actually kind of interesting. Right. Um, that's the only thing I'll, I'll give you with that. Um, this film is a man. It is... It is the thing is is it's kind of hinted in the story more than a few times about the supernatural happenings, but then it doesn't really ever expand on it. So I think they kind of put too much into this. It was one of those ones that if they just kind of would have told the story of these people living this journey, I think it might have been better. But as far as a farm movie, it's nothing like the one we saw with. What's his face earlier in the year? Oh yeah, you know the one with the what's his face? Big uh, Agra, whatever it's called. With what's oh, his Percy? Yeah, Percy. Like it, this was better, in my that, opinion. This that was, was, that was this one. I still can't believe they renamed that movie. Yeah, I know they renamed it and they shot it in the wrong province. Yeah, there you go, Mur. You tell Percy him. versus Goliath. They renamed it. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> so it was dumb. so bad that the guy died. <laughs> exactly. So this movie was better than Percy for a farm, for an Alberta farm film. This was yeah. better, but. Yeah, I think it might be worth checking out. You might actually like it a little bit more than me. I think you have to really enjoy farming to probably enjoy it. Mm -hmm. If you're a city kid, you might not like it as much. Maybe. There's only so many scenes with tractors that can really work for you. (laughs) (laughs) I do like tractors. They're kind of fun. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about Doug Doug. But oh, but because so I only Dougie saw Dougie's awesome. Dougie Doug, yeah. No, I kind of wanted to talk about it, but I only watched the first 10 minutes and the last 20 minutes because oh, I fell asleep in the middle of you it. You missed out. I know. <laughs> Doug Doug is spectacular. Yeah. It starts out and you're like, "What is going on?" And then you get into it and you are into it and they are worshiping worshiping this motorcycle that's got the spirit of a dude that gets like his his head caved in by a truck that runs it over and that was cool and because i was part of that and then it starts granting wishes and it's crazy and it's awesome and it needs to be seen by and it's got like this this musical interlude in the middle that goes on forever and you don't mind because you're just so giddy because it's so could awesome you, could you dance and, to it just and, curious. and you just sit there in the colors and the the just it's this movie is just joy it's pure moment freaking joy. I love end. Doug Doug. Doug Doug is Mondo. Uh-oh. You're not giving any spoilers, are you? No. But it just might end up... No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the guy from Cool Runnings. And it's got the guy from Cool... I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Dougie Doug was an actor from no, Cool No, it doesn't have Dougie Doug. <laughs> <laughs> he was the American guy with a really bad joke. Yeah, accent. yeah. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, Dougie blah, Doug. Blah. Stop it. <coughs> I, no was actually, relation. I was actually. I was hoping that they might have a scene from the video game Dig Dug, but that also wasn't in See, this. Yeah, I would have enjoyed it? that. Okay. There's no Dougie. No. And no there's dig no Dug. Dig. Stop it's just it. Doug. Just, just Doug. stop it. Doug Doug is awesome. Go see it and ignore all this other banter that's going around <laughs> on around me right now. 
<laughs> nice. All right. Uh, we got to see another Korean film in cinema. Oh, what was that? Called Baby, You Can Drive My Car. Bah, oh, bah, 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 yeah. bah. Drive My Girl, Car. Girl, you're going to be a star. Yeah, it's just drive my car just in case people want to actually. Oh, it's it no, there's no baby involved. No. Actually, there wasn't. I'm sure they would say the word at some point. You can't. Mm, don't think no the baby they didn't say the word baby they said child fair warning it's a three hour movie three hours hours and of awesome and you could not cut a single second out of it and i was exhausted when i watched this one but i did not fall asleep which goes to tell you how fascinating this was this is a character development to the max like if you think japanese dramas are character developed films you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. This is three hours of character development that you cannot hide from. Um, the film of love, loss, and healing is so well done and so well developed. I love the scenery, the quietness of the plot progression and allowance for healing to take time. Plus the fact that they did a play that was shot in... Uh, the native language of J- Japanese, but it also had Korean. Yep. It also had sign language. It also had Chinese. Mandarin, yeah. It was. It was like not. It was not only this amazing character-driven film, but it shows what art can be everywhere. It doesn't have to just be in in um, Japan and maybe the Asian cultures, because um, like. We, we've seen even this last year with uh, Dev Patel in um, uh, the movie that, that had all these different cultural references within the film. And this is another good example. In Canada or in the U.S., you would never see a, either a play or a movie. You can say movie every now and then where you might see someone speaking another language because that's the reason for the film. But you don't have where it's written for the film as it's in language of Canada but you know they didn't find a Canadian actor who was good an actor so they put in someone who speaks Chinese and then they just put subtitles whenever they spoke (laughs) it was amazing it really was it's like what I'm like this is really cool um but yeah that was just uh the sort of the the sidebar of the of the film the the meat of the matter is the relationships within um it was just an outstanding film i'm pretty sure i don't know if you've said the words yet but i'm pretty sure you said you thought it was mondo oh yeah it was beyond mondo and yeah i've you know i honestly three hour movie i i thought oh they did it to me again because there's been a few that i've gone to where I expected it to be let let out like there, I think mass was supposed to be like over two hours and it ended up being nowhere near that. I don't think it was anywhere near. It that. felt like it was ten days. Whatever it was but. good, but this one, three hours. I'm like, I can't believe it. I thought that maybe like when it when felt you, like two. I I sat and kind of kind of looked at your cell phone to see what the clock said and it's it actually said like after eight o'clock. I was like, wow. Well, how was that three hours? That went by like in an instant. And yeah. It was so good. It didn't feel that way. Believe I, me, it was three hours. I was sitting in the booth. <laughs> so, so good. Waiting for it to be over. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. But you, you know, it, it was so 
everything was so quietly done and it just allowed you oh, like the pacing every, was so perfect yeah. because it allowed you to absorb everything. Oh yeah, scene. you could just sit there and take a breath and and it, you could totally absorb everything that was being said and it was all very natural and it was I was kind of making the comment there was probably about four or five times in this movie where they could have ended it yeah. and I would have been completely satisfied. Yeah. And then sometimes like for a split second they would come all of a sudden it would kind of fade to black and then it would keep on going and I'd be going, oh no, they're going to... They're going to ruin this perfect ruin this ending. Perfect, and then it just get, kept on get getting another better. perfect ending. It's like, okay, then that's the end, right? No, that's not the end. And at, at, what, at some point you're like, okay, at some point this got to stop because they're, they're going to wreck it. But every time it kept on going, it was just, it was so good. And I'm so glad they didn't end it when I yeah. thought they should have. And how many times have that's I said, never, yeah. you know, they needed to end it here. And then it was just crap after that. Like yep. they could have just chopped that last few minutes. It didn't need to be. No, every time I thought they should have ended, I was wrong because it just yeah. kept on getting better. And it was so good and so well made. And I cared about everybody in this. I loved drive my car. It was Mondo. Yeah, baby, you can drive my car. That uh, we saw all of us. We closed the cap uh, on this bottle mm-hmm. with the film Knockin'. Oh, yeah, Knockin'. <laughs> oh, yeah, Knockin'. I remember Knockin'. Do you remember Knockin'? It I was only, only I yesterday. Only re- I only remember it because it was like literally the last thing I saw before I went to bed. So. <laughs> if and I this saw was it a... earlier in the week, I probably would have been going, what? What? What's, Did what's we see knocking? that? Are yeah. you sure? It's Swedish. So let's, let's talk. Uh, let's have our it's local... Okay. Uh, Scandinavian heritage boy, talk about Sweden. Scandinavian heritage boy. Uh, I was waiting for more, waiting for stuff to happen, and it doesn't seem to right near the end. Like, yeah, she moves into a place and she hears weird knocking sounds, but nobody else seems to hear it. And as the movie goes on, you think it's in her head. You think she's going crazy. She was going crazy. She was going crazy. And yeah, at the end, they wrapped it up. But it's like, yeah, it was, even though it was a short movie, I think it was too long. Because it just it was, it didn't was, really go anywhere. What a contrast. It's true you say that, Mur. Like, that movie was less than, like, I think it was just It wasn't 70s. even 90 minutes. It was like an hour. And yeah. And it felt longer. And yet we saw a three-hour movie and it felt lot, shorter. There was a lot of sitting around and a lot of talking. And it was a late shift movie, which... We've come to expect late shift movies to either be violent or gory or scary. More sense. Or even like funny. Yeah. But this was kind of none of it. It was just a blah. Yeah. It's too bad because I was looking forward to it. Right? Because the Swedes do good stuff. It, you know, I, I didn't I didn't really hate it. It was just, I, I, I'm along the same path as you. I think it needed something more to well, I was also at the end of a 12 hour day too so yeah but I don't think I don't know if that would have made a difference yeah I just wasn't in the mood for it yeah so was that a meh for you yeah alright I think that I think I speak for everybody that was a trifecta of meh yeah it was just meh we don't need to really talk about it <laughs> alright so there's now we've got a few films that I'm not sure if everybody else saw you just gotta have to blast through these one of them was Motherly yeah I didn't get to see Motherly Mer, did I you get to see Motherly to, yeah. Um, the music for me was was very unique and very well done. The spun- suspense comes quickly, and constant. Oh, sorry, I saw Motherly. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Never what mind. Talking about? I saw Motherly. It was right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, 
uh, the, sorry, the suspense comes quickly and constantly it at is. the beginning. And although a typical feel to the story, they built the suspense very naturally. The CLF was fairly annoying, but well acted as annoying, uh, which I'm sure was intentional. Then more surprises. Then comes the torture porn barn style. Was pretty good cat and mouse. Some good suspense, but ultimately motherly was motherly. Motherly. I see what you did there. Yeah. That's clever. <laughs> um, it real this movie tried really hard and it didn't quite make it. It was you could see that they were they were trying. So hard. They were trying to make a really, really good movie, but you know, it was it was meh. I'll be generous and give it a meh. Not a boy. You're so sweet. You're never normal. That's usually things that don't come out of my mouth about you, but you were very sweet today. Yeah. All right. So you got a blast of a few because you saw like 20 more than Murray and I. Uh, Actually, Murray, yeah. was there any that you saw that we didn't see? You saw Ninja Baby. Oh, yeah. Ninja this? Baby. Well, yeah. Ninja Baby. Because oh, yeah, that was that like was one of your favorites. That was, that was my favorite of the festival, though. Wow. To date, I have currently seen nine. Oh. I've also so seen nine. The lowest total ever. It is pretty low for you. It's very low. I think. I think uh, last time you had, man, I think 17 was your lowest before this I year. really like yeah, that song. Yeah, even when I was a volunteer, I averaged, like uh, I averaged between 20 and 25. But yeah, just the way my schedule was, I wasn't able to go to anything. So mm. tell us about Ninja uh, Baby. Ninja Baby, again, a Norwegian film. Uh, I liken it to uh, Norwegian Juno. Uh, oh, although okay. instead of the main character being a teenager, she's just an irresponsible adult. Like she parties and drinks too much and doesn't even know she's pregnant because she's a ditz. Oh, jeez. Uh, and uh, yeah, she doesn't know who the father is. She thinks it's one guy, but then it's another one. And he's like a total, well, he's just a doofus. Uh, lives with his grandmother, I think. Uh, he's a loser. Uh, and he's trying to figure out what to do with it. And in the midst of her being pregnant, she starts imagining the baby talking to her through this animated, you know, uh, baby that she sees on the wall and everywhere. <laughs> nice and it's it's he's a, he's a little like stewie because he's very you know acidic sassy. And very very sassy yeah sassy. and yeah she has to figure out what to do about this because she sometimes she figured out she's pregnant she's like way too far gone to have an abortion so she actually has to have it it just it was really weird and funny and yeah it was norwegian and it was mondo wasn't it was it? very funny it was very mondo for me all right okay all right. was there anything else that uh that you saw that we didn't that you can yeah, think of off the top of your head? Yeah, I saw that. Well, because you guys went to see, I think it was Beta Test, which I'd seen already. Yep. Mm. I went to that uh, bad luck banging loony porn thing. Okay. It was just bad. I thought it would, because I thought it would be like, what was that Woody Allen movie where he talks about sex all the time? That's every movie. That would be all of them, yeah. No, I mean, the, the one actually was the name of the sex in the title, I think, but. Sex lies. No, that's a different know. one. Sex anyway, lies I thought, in video. I, I thought it would be like satire or comedy or something. Yeah. But it really was. From which I mean, one? Bad luck. Yeah. I mean, it starts off with a four-minute actual sex tape. But like they didn't pull any punches. It was like full everything. Like you saw everything. Penetration is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. So there was a little bit of porn in the name that was titled start, porn. That was pretty much a highlight of the whole movie because nice. then it went to. This teacher who basically her boyfriend uploaded this video of them to, you know, the most popular porn site on there, which people know. Um, Pornhub? Yes. All right. And uh, maybe they should sponsor this us. This is actually a Romanian movie, so it takes place in Romania. 
And the first third of the movie was her trying to deal with it, and she's about to go before the board to explain her actions and avoid getting fired. And then the middle part was just, it was like the history of Romania. Hmm. Like it was divided into three parts. And the middle part was actually like the actual history of Romania, breaking hmm. away from Russia or whatever. And it's like, you know, old, old video footage of Nazis and you had like, you know, pictures. And it's like, what is this? And they had like an A to Z of definitions. They just like A would be this word. Then they would describe what it was. Then once in a while you'd have like, uh, some nude scene just I don't know randomly put in just there randomly put in to live up to the and porn the last name. third which was went on way too long was just her explaining her actions and basically trying to save her job in front of this you know the parent teacher board or whatever yeah, yeah. and just they went on and on and on about is it porn isn't it porn it's my private life blah 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 oh it's you know it's it's you know affecting our kids but like you have 10 year olds like if your 10 year old is watching porn on his phone that's your fault that's not the exactly fault. i'm with you it just i don't know it was i didn't i it was almost a rage but, but it was like, a man yeah i thought i'd enjoy it more sounds like i might need to see this movie though with all the uh, it was romania history of romania it's kind romania. of interested now mm. all right was there any other ones oh by the way that also won the uh big prize at con this year too oh and the guy was like so flippant about it. he basically went and insulted everybody after he won the award i'm like good for him anyway who awards are for losers but, i know that's kind of counterintuitive but mm. no everything else i've seen i think you guys we seen. already talked yeah all right well bryce has a list of what 20 oh i have no I, I don't even remember did it did we did anybody else see buck alamo no oh buck alamo is that the musical one uh, yeah, it's yes, this. I previewed it. Did you? And yes. what did you think of it? It was okay. It wasn't crazy about the music. I actually like musicals, but eh, it was okay. It was uh, the Cowboy Western musical. I already hate it. <laughs> you don't and there was a really old guy in it who I'm trying to remember who yeah, it was. Yeah, he's a musical outlaw. Yeah. Somebody, is it? Is Bruce Dern in that one too? Uh, Bruce Dern voices death in it. Okay, which right. is nice. which is fantastic. I remember that now. Um, this this movie is all Sonny Carl Davis, um, who who kind of is the musical outlaw in it. Buck Alamo. Nice. Um, it's fantastic. That's actually the title, Buck Alamo. Buck yeah. Alamo is the name oh, no. of the movie. Oh no, there's it's more than that. Okay. And it's 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 really good. Um, it's Buck, Buck Alamo. Alamo and his friends collection. Buck Alamo, based on the performance of the lead actor, made it mondo for me. Okay, um, nice. He was so very, very good. All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, do, 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 do. Don't say its name. Did anybody see that? No. I didn't like it. I'm just going to... Uh, don't say its name was not very good. You should not say this name, but it was a meh. It was uh, It was meh. All right. Uh, da, da, da. Everything in the end. That I'm sounds like a great movie. I'm surprised that Murray didn't watch this one. Which one? Everything in the end. No. Because it's uh, about a uh, guy that's uh, in Iceland. What? And it's the end oh, of the world. Oh, that's one that I think you wanted to see, didn't you? Maybe. Because it was Icelandic. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Mondo. It nice. was spectacular. Uh, it doesn't over-explain anything. It's just about... Uh, the, it, it's got kind of a convenient ending, but I forgave it because it was so spectacular to watch. And it, just a beautiful... Like, if you, if you just... You don't... If you want to just... If you want to take a trip to Iceland, but you don't have any money... Take this. 
Rent this. Everything in Everything the end. Everything in the end. Go watch it. I love Icelandic just, movies. It's just beautiful, beautifully done. It's actually about a, a, a Spaniard that's actually stranded. Well, not stranded so so much as um, he cho- he's chosen to be there because he's he's trying to find Because who doesn't want to be in Iceland? Doesn't even realize that he finds it. But at any rate, I don't want to spoil anything. Everything in the end was Mondo. Was Loved it. The end and beginning and middle of everything in the end was Mondo. Uh, the gig is up. Anybody see that? Nope. Uh, the gig is up. Uh, it's just a documentary about like all these online things that you can get these jobs where you make like 10 cents a transaction. And, or, oh, yeah. Uh, Micro dosing. Uh, yeah. It was. <laughs> It was meh. It was meh. All it, right. I was hoping that I was gonna I was gonna learn a little more. Yeah, because we could use microdosing. We'd like to make ten cents on every transaction. By the way, did we podcast. did we not talk about the cryptocurrency thing? I don't think we talked about it. The cryptocurrency one. What was that? Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, no, we that didn't. was a documentary about the guy with the. Uh, Which I'm sure you saw. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, the crypto mystery. Uh, what was it called? Dead Man Switch, a crypto. Nope. Yeah, I did not Dead see that one. Yeah, that that, that was the uh, the. I thought the for bit, sure you saw that. Was that that was a Bitcoin guy, wasn't it? That was the Bitcoin. What guy. was it called, sorry? Dead Man Switch, a yeah, crypto a mystery. It's a documentary. Nope. So it is like every cryptocurrency documentary that I've ever seen, <laughs> in which it tries to explain to me cryptocurrency and how valuable it is in society. And I have no idea. I still have no freaking idea of what it is. Yeah, I don't why either. people buy it? Yeah, I don't get it. So I wish could someone explain it to me? No, because I've watched four different documentaries yeah. and I still got no freaking clue. It there's what no this value. Is, in I have what no idea what bitcoins are. It, no there's idea. no. It, it I, I, coming from being a banker. I think it's the ultimate answer to this is it's the way that the world is trying to allow for there to be illegal doings transferred through currency. This is the only reason so it's that money cryptocurrency. Laundering it's basically a money currency. laundering currency. It, it, anyways, it, it was it was it's for that it was a rage, but it was also a rage because it's another one of these movies where it's like, okay, this is what we're gonna present you, okay? And at the end of it, there should be some sort of conclusion. But basically, they could have started the movie and go, you know what? Eh, we don't really know what's going on because it's still under investigation and nobody's talking to us. So why did you make the movie? Because I realize you started and you got to a point where you're like, I'd really like a conclusion to this, but there isn't there one. There wasn't one. Oh, it's so you did just, see a tumor? Well, yeah, I, I was I was screening. I, I was working that day and i watched parts of it but okay uh, yeah basically he got away with all his money and then he died and they oh this is where he couldn't crack his they couldn't crack into, yeah. his, into his account yeah so yeah. so, so all, these, all these people were like out all this money so how and is I he at the end they never resolved it like, nothing they, gets they, resolved they never got it's their just, money back it's just so it was a rage and a, a double rage well, I didn't see enough of it. But okay, yeah, it wasn't great. The the half that you saw was rage. Yeah, parts of it I saw. Yeah. I also saw Jockey. With, oh right, with, with yeah. Our boy which, Clifton Collins Jr. Which you were looking forward to. Yes, you do, you do like so your Clifton's Collins. Clifton Collins Jr. was Mondo in it. Um, Jockey was man. Was it was the the last scene and the, the way that it wraps up is so good. The only reason why I wouldn't make it Mondo, and, I, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get over this, is because there's some little, there's it. little things that I know too much about the industry yes. that it bugged me a little bit that they, and the fact that 
Clifton Collins Jr., while he's not a very big man, he looks like a freaking giant next to these jockeys. So, it doesn't so could fit. they not have done some camera angles or something to make him look similar in size? But that's least? a pure judgment. That's like if they tried to do if it's not Peter a pure Jackson. Judgment. No, no, no. It is pure judgment because if you look, and we talked about this yesterday, I haven't okay. seen the film, but Peter Jackson made all of those hobbits look small. Yes. Could they not have watched the Lord of the Rings and, or well, maybe I, called Peter Jackson and said, "Hey, how do we make <laughs> look you know look actual small?" They didn't because even, they could they have need, done that. All they needed to do was just just put the cameras in different places and and have people standing in the foreground. Yes. And they could have easily made him look at so least that similar. It, it means that but, the movie is not a mondo because they didn't do that, which yeah. they very easily could. Was the, okay? So no I haven't seen this. Make weight to be a job. I haven't it's seen. Just, I haven't seen the movie, so yes. I'm not asking about the movie. Yes. But the fact that he yes was a jockey yes does that does it make sense that someone could be a jockey that is that big? No. Uh, then it's a man. You can't give it a mondo. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm but not the, allowing it. Okay. <laughs> I, I love so much of it, and he is. So well, he's good. he's he's Mondo, and you can say that okay. he's he's mesmerizing. You do know that, right? I do, exactly. and he still and he still is. There you go. This does not take right. away from that in any way. Now, what else did you see? I saw Julia, Julia, Julia Child documentary. What? Yeah. Oh, did I love Julia Child. Why no. didn't you watch this? I don't What's know. I ran out you? of time. I worked. You missed the double feature yesterday. What? There's a double feature with Ju Julia? Julia and Jacques Cousteau. What? Yeah. I, I wanted to, to see back. that too. Did you not see that? No, I did not see that. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about it first. Okay, so. It was meh. All right. So becoming, becoming. Cousteau, um, real paint by numbers. I mean, it had some cool footage in it, but, and it showed kind of the transformation from, you know, you watch the early footage and, and man, they, you know, they, they didn't treat the, uh, the sea life like they did in the later footage. It mm. was, it was unimpressive the way. Yeah. They, yeah. But you know, it's like one of those, what, you know, if we only knew then what we know now type of deals. Yes. Um, so, you know, you get over that pretty quickly, but it was, it was good, but it was, you know, it, you, it was you, you really got to find out who Cousteau was though. Uh, that's, I don't th think you did so much. Okay. Was, well then it wouldn't have been good out yeah. what his family laundry know about him. Yeah. This is produced. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, was, his it son. was one of those deals where, yeah, exactly. This is an homage to my father. Blah. Yeah. Did you see it, Mer? Sorry, my father. Is that the name of the movie? No, no, no. Just Did you see like becoming, the, Cousteau? becoming Cousteau. His oh, son yeah, is yeah. just well, no, like I this. saw parts of it because I, oh, okay. I, I was working. Right. I was in the booth. But. And we and uh, in contrast to that, we Julia. had Julia. Um, Julia was also. Man, all was, right. I I enjoyed it. I you know how can you not when you're showing you know clips of Letterman and whatnot? Which well, and was, her she and was Dan all, and yeah, and it's one of those deals where she is like if you love Julia Child, well of course you're gonna watch this documentary. No matter what I say about it, you're, I just once again I I don't know what I'm hoping for when when I'm getting some of these documentaries about uh, certain people, but mm. if it's not there, it's not there. And what I was looking for, I'm not even sure what it was, but. I wanted to know more, and I don't think it taught me enough. Well, and in contrast, interestingly enough, these two docs about these two historical figures, we got to watch the Anthony Bourdain film earlier, maybe a few episodes ago, yeah. and that was terrible. Yeah. So, but these were at least made it to mess, so good go. on them. Uh, did we watch... We didn't talk about Mission Joy either. I thought you watched that. I did, didn't I? I don't think so. Did you? 
I don't know. Did I? I don't think you did. Mission joy, finding happiness in troubled times. Those words have not come out of your mouth. Why not? I don't know. Go ahead and talk about it. Okay, I will. <laughs> How did I miss talking about that? I'm sure you did. So, if not, here we go again. Yeah, I if, don't think you know you what? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about so much stuff. It's just crazy. Uh, so, I, I, I'm positive we didn't. I must yeah. have just breezed past this, which I don't, I'm sad that I did. So, anything that has His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu in, yeah. I would want to see this. But to see them talk for an hour and a half about joy. I am in a state of eternal joygasm. This insight into these great men and showing their past, present, and future along with their deep friendship and care for humanity is transcending. And oh yeah, this movie was Mondo. There you go. And I don't blame you for saying that it's Mondo because based on the fact that it's about these two men and showing them, you know, conversing and, and the love and enjoying each other's company the way that they do, the fact that they don't see each other that much. Yeah. And when they come together, it's just, you can, they have a connection. Can, they have a total connection and you can, you can feel the love. Like there's just, there's, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's joy. It, it like is joy. Watching it is joy and Having the emotion from them. That, you didn't love it as much. I just, as far as a, a film as far as making a documentary about this i thought that you know it relied too much on the obvious which is you put these two guys on screen it's going to be great which it was (laughs) but i thought that it could have been made better so i'm gonna give it a high meh oh you're a you're heartless because this this move that brought movie brought me so much joy uh, I so also saw joy. Night Blooms. I only saw it because Nick Stahl's in it. And I was like, I haven't seen Nick Stahl in anything Night in a blooms? while. Night Blooms? Yeah. Like as in the flower blooms? Yeah, it's kind of a, uh, I don't know. It's the, this young lady that falls for her best friend's father. and it Already is, sounds yeah. creepy. I'm it's, in. It's very, yeah, well, it's got some creepiness to it. Um, It was... It was. It was wasn't. Meh, is it what you're saying? It wasn't horrible. It was meh. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't. That's a great sound, rounding applause for. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> uh, did we talk about one of ours? Nope. Uh, Haitian boy adopted by indigenous family. That Sounds wants, awesome. That wants to play in the. It's a documentary. It's about this uh, uh, kid that uh, he was playing in these uh, indigenous um, basketball tournaments because he As was a Haitian. adopted. No, no, because he was adopted by oh, and uh, and uh, the father's indigenous and the mother's white, but he was adopted by them. So yep. he had full status because of it. Okay, so he got through adoption. So yeah, so his birth was Haitian. Okay, yes, this sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. He basically so, was the only black guy in the whole community. Okay, yeah, so he was he was, he was able to play in these basketball tournaments, and then all of a sudden they decide, no, you're not playing it in because you don't have bloodline. Yeah, and so then you know the, it's exactly, and that's the thing that they they're kind of fighting against, and then they're kind of using it against him. So it was it was very good. Um, I, I think it's an important documentary to watch. Yes, it's it it got a little dry. They kind of went on and on about certain stuff that I thought they could have tightened Cut up a little a bit, bit yeah. but. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching, but it's it's at the end of the day, it's still meh. But Did you I, see I it, Mer? it a lot. Parts of it. I was there yesterday. Oh yes. Mer's got Mer got to see parts of everything, but not a well, lot of I, it. I was there for the screening of it. Oh, okay. The filmmakers and everything. Oh nice. So, yeah, so was it local? Was it a local Alberta uh, production? Uh, I don't know if it was local, local but it's but Canadian. It, and the filmmakers were there, but. That's, you know what? It's such an interesting um 
discussion point though to to your point i know there's been like if you're jewish and you get you take on the jewish faith you then become jewish moving forward so interesting that um with the indigenous community it's not it's 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 bloodline interesting uh i also saw san remo san remo really And uh, I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I started again, and I fell asleep again. <laughs> and then I, and I woke up, and then that I. That point, I would have given up. So then I went back. Yeah, I would have too. I went back about a half an hour and played it again. And I'm like, oh no, I haven't gone back far enough. So then I went back another 15 minutes and went again, and you know, it had some good performances by a couple old codgers, and uh, it's uh, basically these two elderly people find each other in this retirement community and there, there's a song involved. Sounds familiar. It was... Uh, Isn't that a movie called Grumpy Old Men? Isn't there a movie about that? How about the one that just came out? That is not... How about, the one, that did, like how about the one that just came out that you guys hated? Oh, what was that one? Ellen, what's her name? I don't know what we're talking what the about. Hell, the one about the retirement community you guys hated. Oh, yeah, that one with Ellen Bernstein. Oh. That, that was only a few months ago. Yeah, it was ago. terrible. Okay, well, this... If, if we're comparing those two, then this was Mondo. Um, but we're not. Until you fell asleep three times. I think I, in my defense, or in its defense, I was really tired. Yeah, but you were really tired seeing other movies and you That's were able true. to stay awake. That's so. true. You um, watched a three The performances were good. Movie. It dragged on a while. It was meh. Um, <laughs> I also saw a, a uh, documentary called Raise the Bar. Which I already love the sound of I that. think everybody needs to see nice um raise the bar is basically about this icelandic girls basketball team i'm already in and i think they're like i want to say they're about 12 years old in that range okay and they actually are competing against the boys in some tournaments and then they want to go into like the major tournament yep and compete against the boys because they can and the the, uh, the they said governing no. body says no, you can't. You can't. And the the reasons are just like ridiculous. Like oh well, we can't have the boys losing to girls, and it's like so backwards. And it's just the movie is so good. The coach that's that's pretty much devoted his life to empowering these young ladies. It is a anybody that's I don't have a daughter. You do. I have two. You need to watch this movie. I will you, absolutely you will see absolutely this. adore this movie. Okay. It's called Raise the Bar. Raise the Bar. And it is Mondo. Everybody needs to watch Raise the Bar. Whether you have a girl or not. I don't. And I absolutely like I'm like, oh, so good. And these these girls, oh, they're they're just great. They're just, they're just great. Awesome. I want to see it now. Such a good movie. Raise the bar. Watch Raise the Bar. Have I said that you need to watch Raise the Bar? There's a movie I'm thinking that I probably should see this year. And it's Icelandic, Murray. It's called Raise Raise the the Bar. Bar. All right. He's on it. There are five Scandinavian countries, and Iceland is like the smallest one. I know. They're the cutest one. So what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? (laughs) I'm not Icelandic. I'm Norwegian. Or the price of cheese in Denmark. Okay, then we, I saw C for me. C, like as in S-E-E? Yeah. It's about this blind woman that's been up. She's house-sitting for some reason. Why you get a blind woman to house-sit? And then it's got like ridiculous twist after ridiculous twist. And Sounds by the end, great. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever watched in my life. I hated it. It's a rage. I wish that I didn't see it. It's called Wait Until Dark. See that one. What? Is that the same movie? No, it's a better movie that was done 40 years ago. About the same thing? Same thing. Audrey Hepburn played a blind woman who uh, these basically robbers 
going into her house trying to steal something from her. Interesting. And no, I want to see them both. was in the 60s. Mm. It was also a play, which I was part of, uh, a, a production of. Wait, mm. wait until dark. See that wait one until instead. dark. Well, Audrey Hepburn, everybody wants that. Okay, and I saw Try Harder, which is a documentary about Lowell High School, this sort of place in San Francisco yeah, where kids that. go to... To uh, get into college, I guess it's it like was, a it's like a it was advanced ninety minutes placement of these school, kids basically. whining about whether they did or didn't get into the colleges of their choice, like Harvard, nice. Yale. Oh no, I didn't get to Harvard. What am I gonna do now? I'm like, Could, there's only two thousand universities. Go to in, Columbia in, in instead. America. Why not? Like, oh, I didn't get into the most prestigious university in the world, so my life is over. So it's a rage for humor. Yeah, well, I saw it. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's like these, these are these are privileged kids. It's like spoiled and, brats, and and these kids were not indicative of what today's youth is like. They were all. How nice do you to, know that? They, they were live all, in a they bubble. Were, they were all nice to each other. They were pleasant. There was like be to their faces. They, they, like they were you, being they were uh, being filmed. Have you seen teenagers out in the world? These are not them. <laughs> Okay, I actually agreed with everything until the end there where Murray went on this weird rant about kids these days. <laughs> I'm just saying, these were very, very nice kids, and they, that's not what they normally are. Okay. Uh, at any rate. Was the movie terrible? Was the, movie was, the movie was terrible. It's okay. basically about these privileged youngsters that I just, it's like, they just like Murray was saying, it's like, oh, no, I didn't First get world into problems. Yale or yeah. Harvard or whatever. Well, you know, I think this is a funny thing that I have. I have this new expression that there's first world problems but then there's elitist first world problems and then that the, us people with first world problems having, can't identify with having us. said that a lot of these that i mean you had to get into this school um not all of them were like super privileged some of them did kind of have to work their asses off to get to where they, they had got. to try so harder i could appreciate those parts of the film but you know at the end of the day i, was, ah, I, I i'm trying to I guess it wasn't a rage. But you already said it was, so it's too late. It's a rage. Awesome. Now, what else did you see? Uh, And the last thing that I've got here, I'm just basically scrolling down the list here. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we talked about the White Fortress. I didn't see the White Fortress, so I can't talk about it. Yeah, the White Fortress was very, very good. Um, Basically, uh, it's uh, post-war Sarajevo. Um, Hmm. These two teenagers kind of get together and they've got very they come from very different backgrounds and it's just the way that their lives intertwine and it's a it's a decent enough coming of age story um i liked it that didn't love it uh it's a man it's a man and i think that's all i saw was there anything else you saw, Mer? No, that was it. You sure? Want to rack your brain? No, I have one thing to add, though. All right. The name of the movie is called Buck Alamo or a Phantasmagorical Ballad. I did not know it was or That's a Phantasmagorical That's what it was called when I previewed it. This is the movie and, I should have seen. And the now movie it's just called Buck Alamo. It's, it's, it's described as unloading its existential chamber like a Texas folk song. Buck Alamo is a musical acid western about a modern-day outlaw as he duels with death. That's pretty accurate. So there you go. Uh, it's not uh, lying. Orgasmatron? Is that what it was? The- no. Phantasmagorical. Phantasmagorical. Which is a much That's just be- a word we don't get to say enough. It's a much enough. better title if you ask me. 
Yeah, it would make me want to see it if I knew that the Phantasmagorical was in it. So that's everything I saw, and then some. Although I am planning on seeing one other thing. Well, you can mention that on Wednesday. I'm going to mention it now. Why are you mentioning it? You haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I, well, I might not even see it, but I'm planning on seeing it. Well, then why are you talking about it? This yeah, is what I you're like doing. Because I like well, to talk. Because you just can't shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> everybody was talking about this movie. Okay, so that makes it important. So I gonna, I think I'm going to watch that uh, Potato Dreams of America. Because you, even you, uh, what's-his-head was talking yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Javal was talking Javal about Javal was it. talking about it. Hey, Javal. How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? What's up, Javal? <laughs> Potatoes. I love me the potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Actually, and a potato, just for everybody's purposes, is something that everybody on the podcast will eat. That's true. I like which potatoes. isn't always the same, which isn't always true. Potatoes are... Murray doesn't like vegetables, and Bryce doesn't eat meat, so... There you go. All right, so they have... It was a good festival. It was a really... You know what? I think as far as festivals go, this was probably one of the best. It, yeah, as far as batting percentage of yeah. how many really good films there was, this was this was quite... Which is surprising in this this year. This environment, like, How yeah. did these get made? Well, there's a lot of films in this that... Like, you got to think this either... They held on to some of this. Yeah. When COVID started and they didn't get into the festival circuit. They said, you know what? I, I want off. my film to be seen... In cinema. in cinema yeah. and so i think they held off because there's there's no way they filmed some of this stuff during covid there's no, no possible way no, it's not like uh you know there's been some other times where we've we've been looking at festivals and there's like a lot of covid content yes like you can yes tell. you can tell well there was well, one in particular even, like even the sadness was basically a covid yeah, he made that during he shot, COVID. He, he, yeah, they, they thought he yeah. before, but it was about. No, no, he made, about, it, no, he he made, made it, it during COVID. He's yeah. like, we got to make this now before because it's not a thing. It's big. Well, they thing they in, they were one of the Taiwan. first countries that really controlled COVID right from the beginning. So that's why they were able to film. And then, of course, they probably lost control yeah. like every other country did. But um, the the one movie, um, knocking. Actually, I could see that one probably being filmed because it's mostly her. Yeah. Right? Like, if there's films where it's just that person, you can see well, maybe. Yeah, it's from people in her building. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you, they could have social distance in that filming. So, yeah, I agree. Um, so, stay tuned this Wednesday. We're going to be um, breaking down our top five films of the festival and just have. We won't talk too much about them again because you can just go back and listen to these episodes. But um, we will be talking a little bit about it. So, again, we really want to thank um, SIF Calgary for uh, allowing Film Rage to be part of the festival again this year. We were blessed enough last year to be the only, um, as far as I know, the only podcast that um, was allowed to be part of the festival last year. So we super thank you. And a lot of the local podcasters that have become friends of ours over the years have... Um, we got to see some of them at the podcast studio. So that was a fun, fun time. So for people that are not in Calgary, Saskatchewan and Manitoba, make sure you go check out these really good films and support your local cinemas because they need your help. Thanks ragers for listening. Super, super rage love for our members. Uh, Julian from it goes down in the PM podcast, James and Philip for their continued financial and moral support. Thanks to the extended film rage crew of Leonard Conlon, Bex Goose, Tony and Nat for their artistic contributions to our show. Find their homes in our show notes. Thanks to our sponsor, Canyon Meadows cinema. Please go and support your local independent cinemas, as I've already mentioned, but it can't be said enough. Find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at film rage. YYC. Follow us on Audia, which is a U D E A. 
Io and search Film Rage for bite-sized film reviews. Check out everything Film Rage at filmrageyyc.com, including our merch for Red Bubble and Tea Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies, which will be coming back with so much rage on Wednesday. But no matter what you do, just please make us rage. Please. Please. That's it for the festival. And this week, Ray John. Ray John.